0: I'm here with Dr. Hakeem Collins. Uh, I'm just, I'm so excited to have him and to talk with him today. I've been reading his book, Heaven Declares, which is about prophetic decrees to start your day. And um, uh, I just have always felt that starting your day with with a a decree, a declaration, something from the word is just uh, the best way to start it. And these are prophetic decrees. And he's gonna explain to us what that means in just a moment. And also three CDs that uh, he has put together for us and uh, it's called Born to Prophesy, a teaching that that I know you'll be as as excited about as I was. So, um, Hakeem, how are you?
1: I'm great, Donna. How are you?
0: (laughs) I'm doing fine. Thank you. Hey, let's just start from the beginning because I'm not sure how many people um, uh, listening today know your background and know who you are. So, I would love to get a little background information on you and just um, um, to that leads up to where you are today. So, um, tell me about. I, I know that that when you were just a little boy, your father was a Muslim and your mother was a non-believer. So, living in that environment, how did you become um, a Christian? How did you become a believer? How did you even know about that? What What was the process there?
1: Yeah, when I uh, first. Uh, came into understanding of anything spiritually. Um, uh, my father was a uh, dedicated Muslim. Um, my mother, she she wasn't a believer at the time. So I was about, uh, about seven years old, very young, really naive, but I was a seeker in my heart. I desired um, to know more. And so I wanted to uh, find out uh, what my father was doing, he you know he was a Muslim, so any son would want to be like his father, so I wanted to follow uh, his faith and um i you know I began to pray and do what he did, but i didn 't find that there was nothing uh, connected to it. there was nothing I felt more relational and i and, and so I wanted something more, and I felt like it was more ritual than relationship, mm. and so uh, um, there was a quest in me to seek out uh, uh, you know god i used to read uh, a lot about the word of god in the bible but i didn't understand it but right. i heard so much about jesus and um there was just a time where i just you know decided to go so my grandmother uh introduced me to uh, christianity and she you know introduced me to a church and i just decided to go and when i went i felt uh there was something connected i felt like you know jesus was uh, uh, he was just a part of something I was wanted to, you know, to find out about Jesus. His just his whole life, the stories that I heard about Jesus, I wanted to know more about him. So I just, um, just got into the Word and and through prayer and seeking the face of God, even the more and even reading the Word, even though I didn't understand it, um, I just wanted to be like him, and that's what basically happened. I grew up in a rough environment in a project, one of the roughest uh, areas in the city where I'm where I'm from. And just the environment was just loaded with prostitution, drugs and violence, and so it was very hard for me to, you know, as a young man, try to you know, have a spiritual life or you know, right. live right. And um, I, you know, Jesus is where I found that peace. So it was my grandmother that invited me and introduced me to Jesus and Christianity, and, and um, I just grew in that.
0: Thank, thank God for quest. Christian and uh, praying grandmothers, huh? <laughs> Absolutely I had one of those myself, so I know where you're coming from Well, so your grandmother took you to church You started uh, seeking You felt something different in what she had Than what uh, you felt in the other religion uh, you, you said that there was no relationship there It was just all form and ritual And uh, so you began to feel something And one day you were seven years old And you were sitting in the church service And what happened?
1: yeah I was in this Baptist church where my grandmother um introduced me to, and um I was sitting there and as I was uh, listening to the pastor, it was a blind actually the pastor was a blind man, and um he was preaching a message about salvation, and he was talking about Jesus and um, that your sins can be forgiven, you can be washed, and you can be anew again, afresh, and Jesus will forgive you of all your sins, and that is the purpose of why he came to the earth and died and and was raised from the dead. And so, as I was watching the preacher, I literally saw a being, looks like an angel, that stood behind the pastor. And when I saw that I was blinking, I was like, what am I seeing? And when I saw that, the more the angel appeared, this figure, it looks like it was about, uh, maybe about 10 or 20 feet tall. I, I can't recall that far back. But the more he, he appeared, the more the blind pastor preached. He preached hard. I, I, it just, I felt something, and then it would disappear. This being looked like an angel, and then it would reappear again. And the more that it reappear, the more that the pastor was preaching with passion. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I felt something compel me. It was, I heard a voice uh, say, I'm calling you. And that's where I knew within me. That it was Jesus calling me um, to give my life to the Lord.
0: And did you go forward and and make some type of a profession, or did you just do that in your seat? What uh, what was what was happening there?
1: Well, the pastor actually, when he got finished, um, he he did an astral altar call, and I was fighting with the decision if I should go or should I just stay here and just um, do mm-hmm. nothing. But I just felt compelled. Uh, to come, and then I just got out of my seat, and I just went to the altar and gave my life to the Lord. And then while they were praying for me and having me to confess and, you know, uh, you know to give my life to the Lord, um, I began to just weep and cry. I could not stop crying, and that's all I can remember <laughs> was me crying and weeping because it was like this liquid love of jesus just overwhelmed me at that very young age
0: oh that's awesome and i know earlier you said you're a seeker so i know you continued to seek after that especially recognizing the power that you felt in the relationship there as opposed to what you had felt before even at that young age and um at, at 12, you were baptized in the Holy Spirit. And uh, when, when I was reading your story and, um, and your teachings, you told me that um, you went on a three-day fast. And this to me was, was so um, interesting because of what happened there. Because being a seeker, um, 12 years old, you decide to go on a three-day fast and you actually went into your closet To do this fast and you were in there for three days Uh, tell us about that
1: yes um, that that moment I I, you know like you said I was a seeker and I was just hungry for more and just actually seeing an encounter like an angel um, and then just hearing an audible voice um, compelling me within to come and give my life to the Lord I wanted more of that I was I I was just hungry for more and so at yes at the age of 12 um, like Jesus I can remember when Jesus was found him you know, he found himself with the elders in the synagogue and he was just teach you know, learning under them and um and, and, and so I felt like Jesus at the time, just being young and just wanted to um have a more of understanding and I went on a three day fast. Um and you know, the Bible talks about to you know, just go into your your closet, your inner closet, shut right. the door and when you pray in secret, God will you know, answer and reward you. And, and that's what I did. I literally took this scripture, Donna. So you literally.
0: took you took that literally?
1: Yeah, I'm young. I didn't, you know, yes. I read it. And I said, well, let me try that out. And I just went right in the closet in my room and shut the door. And for three days, I just went on a fast, no water, no no food. And I just was hungry. And I just read the word of God as, as I did. And so the first day um, of my uh, encounter with the Lord going into the closet, I was praying fervently and, and and I I felt this hand touch my head as I was praying with my eyes closed in the closet. I was just praying and praying and I felt this hand touch touch my head. Mm-hmm. And so I was kinda of afraid to open my eyes because I'm like, <laughs> what did I feeling? And when I felt this uh this hand touch me, I literally can feel the hairs on my, my body like on my skin just rise and I felt this heat and I began to just cry and weep um, in the closet, and that was basically it. That first encounter um, of my fast.
0: So you stayed in the closet.
1: Yeah, and 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 so the second day, um, I I prayed as well. Went in there, and I wanted to kind of, you know, have that type of same experience. When you're young, you want to, you know, kind of want to experience something more. And so on the second day uh, of me going into the closet and praying and fasting, um, of course, I was very weak. On uh, the second day, I'm only 12, so I don't, you know, my mother didn't know that I was <laughs> fasting. No one knew. I mean, so I, I could have been definitely in trouble for doing that. But I just read the Word of God, and I just was hungry, and I wanted to go in there again. And then I went in on the second day, um, and as I was praying, um, I Literally with my eyes closed, it looked like someone turned the light on in the closet. Mm -hmm. There was this bright light, and when I opened my eyes to see, I literally saw this translucent figure. It's almost like a man, and it was like this rainbow color, uh, like this look, this man with this translucent type of rainbow color. I couldn't see his face, but I knew that it was a figure in there, and again, I just weeped and cried Again, I was just just a big crybaby, of course.
0: <laughs> well, I can understand. I mean, all that that emotion and that, um, that that you hadn't felt up until this point. So,
1: yeah, and so I went on in the third day. Um, this is where I wanted to experience that same touch, like the first day. That I wanted to experience this vision that I experienced on the second day. And on the third day, I went in the closet, and I began to pray and seek the Lord, and nothing happened. But I heard this voice, and it sounded like my mother was like calling me. And I, at that time, I thought I was in trouble. So I, heard, I, I got out <laughs> of the closet, and I answered, and I said, yes, Mom. And no one was there. Uh, she was not there. And I thought that was really strange when I uh, got out of the closet, and I heard her voice calling me. And so I was a little discouraged um, because, you know, again, I didn't experience what I felt the first and second day. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just kind of didn't really pay much attention, not realizing that third day something was happening, but I wasn't aware of it. Mm-hmm. And so I, I went outside, you know, just enjoying my day, went outside, crossed the street to the playground, and I literally heard uh, a voice that was it was so loud and thunderous. I can't explain how loud or audible it was, but it was calling my name, and I literally ducked, Donna. I just ducked. I, I, <laughs> know, I was looking around, like, is this only me experiencing this or hearing this? But it scared me.
0: So you heard it so audibly that, and it was so real right there that that you looked around and you ducked.
1: I ducked. I, I didn't. I didn't understand what was going on. It literally scared me. It was so loud, and I, I can just. Equated as something thunderous, I, I just or mm-hmm. a trumpet it, mm-hmm. just, it, it wasn't an inner voice or anything. it was you know very loud in my ear. Mm-hmm. So what did you do? I just ran, I just kind of <laughs> you know was scared and ran in my house and ran in the bed and under the covers, and I heard the voice again, but this time it wasn't like it was when I was outside. And it was the Lord Jesus.
0: What did He say to you, Hakeem, at that point?
1: He said, "It's me, Hakeem. It is it's Jesus. I'm calling you, and I'm and I and I have a, a powerful ministry that you're gonna that I'm gonna use you in. And that's when I knew that Jesus was real. I knew that the encounters that I experienced was real. What I experienced in the closet was real. The touch, the the, the vision." And the and the uh, audible voice. So God opened my prophetic senses. I didn't didn't realize it that He was calling me to something great until he spoke it to me
0: himself mm-hmm. i love the way you have told that to me and the way when we have uh, talked about it you said these supernatural encounters opened my prophetic senses you know you're your the supernatural encounter of, of the touch the touch of the hand the vision that you saw with your eyes and the and the ears so um talking about our natural senses and then the supernatural Um, Just uh, opening that up into the prophetic for you So I I thought that was just awesome Um, Okay, so you had this encounter But here you are still living in the projects You're still in a rough neighborhood Uh, A lot of things surrounding you um, that were not good And uh, so I understand you're a seeker I understand you've had this great encounter But you do have a lot of friends and a lot of neighbors And um, a lot of people in the neighborhood that, That kept drawing you into some situations that you probably shouldn't have been, of course. In, of course, but um, so one day you're uh, in a situation like that and you get arrested. Tell us about that.
1: Yeah, you know, as a young teenager, um, you know, because of the environment that I lived in, it was a very rough environment. It was one of the dangerous um, places you want to live in in the city that I that I live, and um, it was very hard to live right. I just found myself doing some activities that i wasn't proud of um you know i know that it was a call of god on my life i had these encounters but you know as you know as you grow up you just find yourself being pulled in and that's what happened i found myself being pulled into some uh gang activity and i end up being uh donna one of the leaders of a, an organized uh gang and um that was basically the culture because of where i lived so i became the byproduct of my environment and um you know, I found myself doing some things. And so there was a time where um, I, you know, there was, I was at this park and there was a big fight that broke out. And we, me and my brother, I have a twin brother, by the way, who we were just minding our business. And the cops came and they kind of, you know, questioned us, where were we going? And um, my brother answered and said, well, you know, we're going, you know, to our relative's house. And the cops didn't believe it. Because we you know we looked like the environment that we were um around, and so we were end up being arrested and so I spent a day in jail, and at that moment, me knowing that there was a call on my life, me knowing that God has something special, Jesus called me and he he revealed himself to me, but I found myself at a turning point i found myself in a holding. Um, place, and so I was in jail for maybe about 12 hours. And in that time, when I was in there, the Lord spoke to me in my jail cell.
0: What did He say, Hakeem?
1: He said to me, Jesus said to me, He said, Hakeem, I, I did not call you to be caged. I've given you a prophetic ministry. I I didn't call you to be caged, but I call you to the nation. And the Lord was giving me an ultimatum that I had to make a decision that day if I was going to choose to be caged or choose the nation and he was basically giving me that decision and so I had to make a honest decision to turn my life around and I believe Donna that that moment was my defining moment it was that time where the Lord was using that space and that time to allow me to make a decision that will ultimately set me up to embrace my destiny mm-hmm. or to reject it. And so I, I, just, I just said, I was not created for this. I was not created to be caged. I was not created to be bound. And so I said yes to the call of God. I said, yes, I will obey your word. I will obey the call that you've called me to. I will be that. And he said to me, I didn't call you to a prison ministry, but I call you to a prophetic ministry.
0: I like that. I like that a lot.
1: Yeah, and so those who are even listening right now, sometimes we may find ourselves in a place where we may not be proud of. We may have done some things that we may have not been proud of. We may might say, woe, it's me, but God has a purpose and a plan, and some of us right now are at that defining moment where we have to make a decision to choose Jesus So that we can embrace him and embrace the call and the destiny that he has on our lives. And so this is what he did to me. And he calls me to be in this holding pattern, this holding place, this holding cell to save my life. Some of us, God has given us an opportunity, which is a Kairos time where we can make a decisive action and a decisive plan to change and to alter and to move into our destiny. And that's what he did for me. And when I made that decision, Donna, literally, when I said yes to Jesus, the jail cell opened within five minutes. They released me from jail. Wow. After I spoke it and I said (laughs) yes. That's the power of the prophetic. It's just me speaking yes and making the decision. I always say our Our decision is a setup for our destiny. Our decision, what we decide, literally makes a pathway for our destiny.
0: Awesome. That's terrific. Um, we've only got a couple minutes left in this segment, but I definitely wanted to get this in before we uh, end this segment, Hakim. When you had that defining moment and when God spoke to you in that, and he said, I haven't called you to a prison ministry. I've called you to a prophetic ministry. And you answered, yes, I'll take the nations. When you walked out of that jail cell, you said that... You were different. There was something different about you, and even strangers started coming up to you. How, what would people say?
1: Yes, they would see something on me. They would. I would be coming out of restaurants, or I would come out of uh, stores, and people would come up to me and say, there's something on you. I see a glow on you. I see uh, something different about you. There, there was a change, and that would, and it happened. It changed was in my mind, and I made that decision. And so, From that point, it's almost like Moses. When Moses was in prayer and he spent Mm -hmm. time in the presence of God and when he came out of of the presence of God, people saw the glow. They saw that glory glow on him. That's what they saw on me. They saw this glow, something different, something happened, and it was my decision. And from that point, it opened me up for doors to open up to preach. I mean, I wasn't even ordained or licensed to preach. People just wanted me to come in and speak.
0: So a total stranger would come up to you and say, I I just see something about you. Uh, uh, Are you a preacher? Would you come and preach at my church?
1: Yes, they were actually, They "What? there's something on you, what do you do? I mean, who are you? And, you know, I mean, at the time I didn't really, I wasn't a minister, I wasn't, you know, moving in the ministry of the prophetic at, at that time. I just knew the call was there, but they just saw something on me and they wanted to invite me. And in. so I just felt compelled, yes, I'll, I'll come. And
0: Okay. I, I want to get this in before we leave for the break here. Uh, just quickly, quickly, quickly. You went to preach for the first time. You knew you were moving in prophetic words. God had called you to that and you'd already been moving in that. But you, you walked into the church, you started praying and they started, you, you saw something at that, at that meeting, this first time people invited you. You said people were coming in wheelchairs, people were coming that could AND WALK VERY WELL AND THEY JUST STARTED BRINGING THE PEOPLE THAT NEEDED HEALING UP TO YOU AND YOU you PRAYED FOR uh, uh, SEVERAL PEOPLE THAT NIGHT BUT YOU TOLD ME ABOUT A MAN WHO WAS LEGALLY BLIND
1: Yes, this is a guy that was legally blind. I mean, it was, this is was my first engagement, my first assignment. I mean, I, I did, you know, move in the prophetic word of knowledge. And, but this guy was legally blind, and I prayed for him. And then I, I began to minister to him prophetically. And I asked him after ministering to him, um, can you see? And he, he said, no, I can't see. And so I began to continue to, you know, minister to him. And I said to him that God is going to open your eyes within seven days. And I prophesied that to him. Now I know God could open his eyes right in and there, but I guess my faith at that time was kinda of literally you know, shaking a little bit, so I just kinda of just doing in there, God's going to do it in seven days. But you know, that's you know, that's what I said. And literally a week later I received a phone call from the pastor that the same blind man received his sight. God opened his eyes. Yes. And he received a miracle from the Lord.
0: Awesome. And so that was that's a great example of uh healing coming um after a prophetic word there. And um, you know what? Uh, Let's take a break and come back in just a moment. And um, Hakeem, I know a lot of people think that that maybe the the gift of prophecy or prophesying is not for today. And uh, I believe that you think differently on that. Is that correct? Absolutely. Okay. Well, I just want to say we'll be back in just a moment, but we definitely want you to get Dr. Hakeem Collins three CD teaching series it's called Born to Prophesy now that's not him just talking about he was born to prophesy that is also him telling you you are born to prophesy and uh, you're also we're also going to include his brand new book that's called Heaven declares prophetic decrees to start your day so uh, in just a moment we're going to be back and um, Hakeem tells us that any spirit-filled believer can be activated in the prophetic Well, that sounds really good to me, so we're going to talk about that when we come back. Stay with us.
2: Did you know that prophecy is the doorway to the supernatural? Did you realize that God is always speaking? Did you know God wants you to clearly hear His voice and have His supernatural direction guide
3: you throughout your day? I do believe that every spirit-filled believer has the innate gift given by God. To prophesy to declare his word god has given us as believers the ability and the potential by the Holy Spirit to declare what Heaven already is speaking.
2: Call now and get Hakeem Collins' brand new book, Heaven Declares, prophetic decrees to start your day, and his three-part audio CD teaching series, Born to Prophesy, exclusive to our It's Supernatural! audience, yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9410. Hakeem Collins' brand new book, Heaven Declares, is a 90-day plan with 90 days of devotionals, including scripture, anointed prayers, and prophetic decrees and declarations to activate the teachings and help bring the supernatural of God into your life every day. You will decree and declare God to release His supernatural protection in your life, be your defender, impart His supernatural power to you, reveal His master plan for you, break every chain that has prevented you to accessing God's
3: promises for your life, and so much more. He wants to open up your spiritual senses, your eye gates, so that you'll be able to see into the invisible realm. Um, He wants to open your ear gates so that you can hear what the Father says. That is why I wrote the book. He wants us to be synchronized to what Heaven is declaring over us.
2: Through Hakeem Collins' three-part audio CD teaching series, Born to Prophesy, you will discover your own prophetic voice, gifts, calling, and potential. Learn how God still speaks to you today. Understand how to use your voice to empower, edify, and encourage others. Help transform the lives of your friends, family, church, and even the world. This series includes the following teachings, The Power of Prophetic Transformation, Realms of the Prophetic, The Power of the Spoken Word, each CD includes special prayers of impartation.
3: And that's what the power of prophecy does. It has the ability to speak the mind and the counsel of God into every situation. God is not ignorant of what's going on in your life, but he can come now to your situation. And I believe that the power of prophecy can change your situation. This is that hour. This is that season.
2: It's time to step into your divine destiny and purpose. God is
3: always speaking to
2: you. He's just looking for people that have this gift
4: activated, hear his voice, and speak it out loud. I can't wait for you to receive the exclusive three CD series, Born to Prophesy, and that's a prophecy for you. You were born to prophesy, and the brand new book, Heaven declares.
2: Now is the set time to get Hakeem Collins' brand new book, Heaven Declares Prophetic Decrees to Start Your Day, and his three part audio CD teaching series, Born to Prophesy, exclusive to our It's Supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9410. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina 28278. Please specify a offer number 9410 or log on to sidroth.org call or write today
0: i'm back with dr hakeem collins um, with his brand new book heaven declares prophetic decrees to start your day and also his three cd teaching series born to prophesy so hakeem thank you for being with us Uh, let's just jump right in here okay Sure. Okay, now when you go out to minister, uh, you are called into prophetic ministry. How does God move through you in that? What? How do you start? What? How does He work with you?
1: Most of the time, with me, the Lord would actually give me um, words of knowledge. Uh, he'll give me, you know, facts about someone. Maybe if it's, if it's an illness or a problem or a condition that they may be uh, presently um, in, and. Um, that's usually how it usually starts. And I also have a, prof, a seer prophetic gift as well, so sometimes I can uh, sense and feel or uh, see things on, on people. And um, so that's kind of works hand-in-hand with the Word of Knowledge.
0: Mm-hmm. I, you know what, I, I love the way you explained that some words of knowledge and, and prophecies happen immediately, which is, of course, a miracle, and then some happen over a little bit of time. And you had two great examples that you talked about. There was the example of a man, you had a you had a word of knowledge that there was somebody there that had been in a car accident. Tell me about that one.
1: Yes, I was actually in a meeting. and. Uh, time back, maybe a few years ago, and the, um, as, as I was ministering, um, the Lord gave me a word of knowledge in regards to there was a man that was there that was in an accident. Um, they, they had a back injury um, with their lower back um, that God was going to heal. Um, so I said, who are you? Come forth. The guy stood up, he came forth, uh, and you can literally see him walk, and you can tell that he still had some issues with his back. Um as he was coming forward um i began to i didn't really lay my hands on him. I began to literally prophesy over him um that God is healing him and that he's going to feel the presence of god um literally while he was standing there i can i literally saw a an angel stand behind him, and he was just really sh- like shaking i mean he was just shaking so. Um, so much that he fell under the power of God. Um, when he got back up, um, I asked him what was going on with him. What did he feel? What did he, you know? What did he sense? And he said he felt heat on his back, um, and literally, um, he, right then and there, he was healed
0: instantly. Awesome. Uh, okay. Wonderful, And the other example that that I wanted to make sure that everyone heard was that's a, that's an example of uh, a word of knowledge that that was the person was healed immediately. Um, right. There was there was a lady that you said that actually had cancer and God gave you a word of knowledge for her.
1: Yeah, I was actually in a meeting, another meeting, um, and I was moving, you know, in words of knowledge and prophetic ministry. And the Lord gave me a word of knowledge in regards to uh, a woman with uh, cancer. Um, at the time, I didn't really know exactly um, which stage she was in, um, but you know, as I was given the altar call, the woman came up, and I can literally see that um, she must have had a cancer because her hair was very thin. So she mm-hmm. may have been on uh, chemo. Um, what we did was we just ministered to her. We, we did lay hands on her um, at this point because she did come forth in regards to me sharing that there, you know, someone here with cancer. Uh, as we begin to pray for her, uh, we begin to prophesy over her and command the cancer to leave her body to be evicted. Um, once we did that, once we start commanding and prophetically speaking it a creative miracle over her body, and that the cancer be evicted, she fell under the power of God, like the man. And um, what happened was several months later, we received a report from her pastor uh, that uh, she was, you know, healed. You know, Don I want to say that a miracle to me, a miracle, how I define it, a miracle is an instant healing. Yes. And a healing is a processed miracle. That's how I can define right a miracle and a healing.
0: So a few months later, you did get the message that that the lady went back to the doctor, and God had healed her.
1: God has he, he's cancer free. Yes,
0: she was cancer free. Wonderful. And even close to your own ministry, uh, there was a lady in your ministry, and then she she had uh, stage four breast cancer, and you said you'd been praying, and you'd been praying, and then and uh, she would call you for prayer, and then you guys would pray, but you had not really experienced. Um, a, a breakthrough in that yet. And um, you used the phrase a uh, holy discontent. I guess uh, you, you were pretty tired of the fact that she hadn't been healed yet, huh?
1: Absolutely. You know, when it touched close to home
0: yes. like that,
1: I mean, she was our first administrator for my ministry. Um, and so I needed her. Um, and then she was uh, diagnosed with stage four um, breast cancer. And, um, you know, she just would call and call and we would just pray and pray for her. And then just one day she called, and we, I mean, we just would just call and just pray for her every, almost every other day. And it did get draining. It got to the point where I was getting weary. And I'm like, Father, I, I want you to just you know, do a miracle for her. And uh, there was one time on the phone I just felt a holy discontentment, a, a holy, I would call it a holy frustration, uh, if you will. And, and I just said, you know, uh, we're, coming, we're, we're coming over to your house. We're going to come to your house, and we're going to pray for you. And we we definitely went right over there to her house, and we begin to pray and command um, her her blood cells. We begin to prophesy and command her uh, her white blood cells to reproduce properly and according to the word of God. in that sickness and cancer, again, will be evicted. That her body is the temple of the Lord, and so uh, cancer has no place rooted in her. And uh, literally, uh, about two months later. Mm-hmm. Um, She was cancer-free like the the woman in the meeting.
0: Awesome. And how long has that been?
1: That was about seven years ago um, when she was cancer-free and healed by the Lord
0: that's great Um, Bob Jones is a man that was was known as a prophetic minister and a a seer and uh, you were at his house one time and he's actually the one that that activated you in this realm and recognized this prophetic um, ministry in your life Um, he had a very interesting question for you one day what did he ask you
1: yeah there I was in his home um, in Statesville North Carolina at the time and and um, when we met him, um, you know, he would, he, you know, he, anyone that know Bob Jones, you know, that he kind of speaks in riddles and he has, you know, it's almost like he speaks in parables. And so at the time, I didn't really understand a lot, much of what he was saying. Um, and so he uh, came up to me and stated that, do I wanted to see uh, his friend? He said, do you want to see my friend? And I'm um, looking at him like, okay, who is your friend, you know? And he said, well, I, you know, I can take you to this place, you know. Um, you know, you can meet Papa, and and so in my mind, I said, well, this, Papa, that must be he. He must be making reference to uh, Jesus. He must be rep- referencing the Lord. And so I said, sure. And um, so he said, well, I want to, you know, teach you how to be caught up. I want to teach you how to ascend to uh, to the heavens, uh, how to be seated in heavenly places with Christ. Uh, Jesus and so that's what you know he did so he told me to close my eyes and um you know take a deep breath and once once that happened he said what do you feel what do you sense and i literally once i did that and i took a deep breath and i began to he said just imagine the father just imagine papa just imagine yourself sitting on Jesus lap um in heaven and that's a place of peace and so I, when i begin to imagine it i literally came into a vision my spiritual eyes were open and I had a vision and in this vision I saw this river I saw this riverbed flowing and then I literally saw from a far distance this large green tree that had uh, green leaves on it but it looked like the the leaves were like moving like they were alive and then I literally saw uh, this these these eyes that were like fire and I was like whoa, what is what is it I'm seeing, and but this place that I felt, Donna, was I felt a, it was a safe place. I felt the love. I felt the peace. And then I heard this trumpet, this 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 sound, and that's when I, you know, I wasn't frightened or scared, but I just knew this was a, a, a unusual place, but it was a place of peace, a place of life, a place of love, and that's what he did. He activated the seer realm, that place where I can. Obtained where this was the place where prayers would be answered this is what he's, this was Bob Jones said to me. This is the place where your intercession goes and and they are answered your your decrees are answered here your your you know where you want miracles and breakthrough and supernatural encounters. This is that place where you can ascend any anytime you don't have to die to to experience heaven, but you can experience heaven right now on earth, and that's what he taught me how to ascend to that place and i've I've acted people activated people in that place i've taken them to the third heaven. So he taught me how to get from the natural realm and move into past the second heaven and be seated in in heavenly places with Jesus. And that's what happened.
0: So uh, how often do you do this as far as uh, being caught up into the heavens and and enjoying that realm where your prayers are answers and and, uh, the place where you intercede? Is that something that you do regularly?
1: Yes, that's became a lifestyle. That's actually my prayer starter is getting into that quiet place and just meditating and being still and know that he is God, just knowing that Jesus' love is there. That's a place where if I'm having a bad day or, you know, I'm frustrated or I'm even confused or need some direction, that's that place where I can be still and just know that he is God. And, and that's where he's taken me. And so that's a regular, uh, you know, routine for me, you Mm -hmm. know, in my prayer life and Mm -hmm. my prayer time, just being still and meditating on his goodness and on his love. And that's something that I, 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 that I take with me and I take very personally. And that's where I get prophetic words. That's where I get words of knowledge. That is a place Mm -hmm. where I can feel what Jesus is feeling and I can take it from the heavenly realm and bring it into the now and release it. That's what Heaven Declares is all about. That's why I wrote the book, Heaven Declares, Prophetic Decrees, because that is the place where we got to take what's from the heavenly realm and bring it into our now.
0: Okay, you mentioned Heaven Declares. I, I want to just uh, circle back around here. Bob activated you in this realm of the prophetic, in the, in the seer realm, uh, in visiting these um, heavenly places. And it's so exciting to me that you said you have actually activated others. In this, in this realm, in this seer realm. The way that he led you, you have also led others and and um, God has allowed you to impart and equip others. So I, I find that very exciting. I'm sure everybody listening is too. So tell us about Heaven Declares.
1: Yes, Heaven Declares. I remember um, when I was waking up one morning and I was, you know, I had a busy, busy uh, morning, like any people, you know, that works and has a busy lifestyle. And I, I just recall this morning, the, or the alarm clock went off, and I was rushing to get to work because I was kind of trying to get there, you know, on time. And so I stopped by Dunkin' Donuts and got myself a breakfast and, you know, my, my you know, daily breakfast. And as I was so busy trying to get to work on time, I heard the Lord speak to me. Um, he, he just spoke to me and said, good morning, Hakeem. You know, do you want to know what heaven has declared over you today? Do you want to know what I have to, what I've spoken over you prophetically? Do you want to, you know, to, to shape your day? Um, You know, so I, I was kind of like taken back and I'm like, Lord, you really took a fine time to ask me this question while I'm on my way to work. Uh, So, but it was that God was interrupting my busy schedule and what I thought was a priority. God didn't think it was a priority. I know I need to get on to work on time, but he wanted me to be focused on his agenda, his plan, and that I can alter and change my day by what I speak, and that he wants to be involved in our day. The Lord Jesus wants to be involved in everything that we do. The Bible talks about to acknowledge the Lord, trust the Lord with all thy heart, and lean on to our own understanding, but in all of our ways, acknowledge him and he will direct our path that's what heaven declare is about is acknowledging him trusting in jesus that that when we put our soul trust in him that he will lead our day and he will direct our day and he will give us the blueprint for our day and that's what i believe that heaven declare speaks of. so we can change and we can shift and even shape our world that we live in by what we speak by what we perceive from Jesus lens.
0: So these are not just, it's not just a devotional, but and these are not just great declarations and decrees. They're prophetic decrees, which means what to you, that you're aligning yourself um, how? Tell us about that.
1: Yes, you're aligning with heaven's view for your life. Heaven has a, a timetable, a clock, and we have to align ourselves and be synchronized to the rhythm of heaven and bring it down to our now so prophetic decrees what we speak can change and alter our surrounding i mean the, the bible talks about that the world was framed by what god spoke and he and we can frame our day each and every day prophetically we can prophesy our day we can what the enemy tried to throw at us It can be, you know, we can reverse it by the word of the Lord. We can speak life over a death situation. We can, you know, if we're sick, we can command healing to be released by our prophetic word, by the authority that we have been given as believers, as co-heirs in Christ. So I believe that we can speak what heaven is declaring. Heaven already declared it, but we have to activate it by what we speak. That's how we can come in alignment with heaven and earth. You know, we have to pray thy will be done on earth as it is already in heaven. Heaven has already declared it, but we have to move and manifest it in the earth. And so that's what the prophetic decree does. It begins to change our destiny. It begins to reshape and change and alter any demonic intrusion or any demonic activities or anything that would try to upset or frustrate our day. We have the power to reverse it, to change it.
0: Amen, amen um, You know, we've got a couple minutes left And I want to talk about your grandmother Just for a couple of minutes before we uh, end this segment um, Wow, your your grandmother Now, is this the grandmother that we're going to talk about That actually led you, uh, started taking you to church And introduced you to God Is this the grandmother we're talking about?
1: Yes, same grandmother
0: Fantastic uh, Your grandmother had cancer Now, she knew you were a praying man She could hear you praying tell me what happened
1: yes yeah, I when we she was we were living together um, she would literally hear me praying I mean every single morning every single day um, she used to make mention that when she hear me pray she, she said how it sound like the house is shaken um, just how much you pray and so that was a, more of a compliment to me um, but she, there was a time that she, she was diagnosed that she, they found uh, cancer Um, in her Um, and she didn't know where to turn she didn't know who to you know go to so she decided to come down the hallway where my room was and she was knocking on the door at the time I was praying she knocked on the door and she you know I just opened the door and you know and she told me about the diagnosis and she said can you pray for me and I said okay sure Um, so once I shut the door I instantly went into prayer I instantly went into intercession And I began to pray, and I heard the Lord speak to me and say, give her your prayer shawl. Because at the time, I always pray in my prayer shawl. Uh, And so the Lord said, give her your prayer shawl and have her uh, sleep with it it for seven days, and I am going to heal her. And she's going to be cancer-free. And so I got out out of prayer and intercession. I came to my grandmother, and I told her the Lord Jesus spoke to me and told me to give you my prayer shawl and to lay it, you know, sleep with it for seven days, and you will, in seven days you will be healed. She obeyed. She did exactly what I instructed her to do, and literally when she went back for a follow-up, it was on the eighth day. They didn't find anything. She was cancer-free,
0: Donna. That is so great, and uh, the thing about that is uh, two years later, your grandmother was diagnosed with kidney disease. And as soon as she got that message, she knew exactly what to do, right? <laughs> yeah. So Came she's, right she's like, give, the- give me that shawl.
1: <laughs> That's right. She's like, give me that shawl. She was hungry. But it wasn't, you know, I want to say this uh, for those who were listening. It was, it, what was in the shawl? It was, not, it was not the shawl, but it was that the shawl became a point of contact. And it was bathed, and it was soaked and marinated in prayer. It was my prayer, Shaw. And then the point that I'm trying to make that it was the point of contact was one thing. It was, it was soaked in prayer, which became, uh, a, you know, a, a conduit for her to receive her healing, but also it was really the instructions. It was the prophetic instruction that she obeyed by the prophet, that she received her miracle, and sometimes we miss our miracles because God has given us detailed instructions, and so we have to understand that it wasn't. You know, I remember the woman with the issue of blood. She said within herself, "If I can just touch the hem of Jesus' garment, she will be made whole." That's what my grandmother did. She said, "If I can just touch the hem, if I if I'm not Jesus, but she, but if I can just." touch and get in contact and have a point of contact by faith she believed and then she obeyed the instructions of the prophet that in seven days i mean she might have looked foolish she might have thought to herself i look foolish laying in this bed with this prayer shawl." but she obeyed and in seven days the lord healed her and the number seven is the number of completion. I believe that so, some of you that are listening right now, God is going to heal you supernaturally. I feel that the Lord is going to release his glory upon you. There are some things that God desires to do in your life right now. You may be in a, in a, in a crossroad of decision, but I hear God saying that this will be a time and a season that as you seek me, as you seek the Lord, I'm going to release my blessings upon you. I'm going to release my favor upon you. I'm going to release healing virtue right now. Some of you need healing right now. You need a miracle right now. You need family members to be saved and come unto Jesus. I sense what the Lord is going to do it, and right now for you. You're feeling the power of God. You're feeling his presence right now. Some of you, the Lord is going to cause you to come and see the miracle. Some of you right now may be having cancer or kidney disease or some type of illness or sickness. I release the power and the virtue of Jesus, his love, and I break off of you every pain, every sickness, every disease. I curse it at the root, and I say that you are liberated by the power of God. I say that this is the time and season that you will arise and be great in the Lord. This is the time and season that you will no longer be held back, but your healing and your breakthrough is now.
0: Amen. I say amen to that, and I know everybody listening is going to say amen to that, so receive that word. Um, Hakeem, we're going to take a, a break and come back in just a moment and um, and talk a little more. But um, the way you teach, you you speak about the spirit of prophecy, the gift of prophecy, so much about prophecy. But the thing that I just have gotten so much out of your teaching is the fact that you want to help Our listeners Anyone out there To discover Their own prophetic voice It's not just you You are not just the prophet But everyone out there Has a prophetic voice And uh, that's That's very exciting to me So just um, Remember to get Um Dr. Hakeem Collins' three-CD teaching series, Born to Prophesy, and also his brand new book, Heaven Declares, Prophetic Decrees to Start Your Day. We've got a lot more to talk about with uh, Dr. Hakeem Collins, so we're going to be back in just a moment. Stay with us.
2: Did you know that prophecy is the doorway to the supernatural? Did you realize that God is always speaking? Did you know God wants you to clearly hear His voice and have His supernatural direction guide you
3: throughout your day? I do believe that every spirit-filled believer has the innate gift given by God to prophesy, to declare His Word. God has given us as believers the ability and the potential By the Holy Spirit to declare what heaven already is speaking.
2: Call now and get Hakeem Collins' brand new book, Heaven Declares: Prophetic Decrees to Start Your Day, and his three-part audio CD teaching series, Born to Prophesy, exclusive to our It's Supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of thirty-five dollars. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number nine four one zero. Hakeem Collins' brand new book, Heaven Declares, is a ninety-day plan with ninety days of devotionals, including scripture, anointed prayers, and prophetic decrees and declarations to activate the teachings and help bring the supernatural of God into your life every day. You will decree and declare God to release His supernatural protection in your life, be your defender, impart His supernatural power to you, reveal His master plan for you, break every chain that has
3: prevented you to accessing God's promises for your life, and so much more. He wants to open up your spiritual senses, your eye gates so that you'll be able to see into the invisible realm. He wants to open your ear gates so that you can hear what the Father says. That is why I wrote the book. He wants us to be synchronized to what Heaven is declaring over us.
2: Through Hakeem Collins' three-part audio CD teaching series, Born to Prophesy, you will discover your own prophetic voice, gifts, calling, and potential. Learn how God still speaks to you today. Understand how to use your voice to empower, edify, and encourage others. Help transform the lives of your friends, family, church, and even the world. This series includes the following teachings, The Power of Prophetic Transformation, Realms of the Prophetic, The Power of the Spoken Word, each CD includes special prayers of impartation.
3: And that's what the power of prophecy does. It has the ability to speak the mind and the counsel of God into every situation. God is not ignorant of what's going on in your life, but he can come now to your situation. And I believe that the power of prophecy can change your situation. This is that hour, this is that season.
2: It's time to step into your divine destiny and purpose. God is
4: always speaking to you. He's just looking
2: for people
4: that have this gift activated, hear his voice, and speak it out loud. I can't wait for you to receive the exclusive three-CD series, Born to Prophesy, and that's a prophecy for you. You were born to prophesy, and the brand-new book, Heaven declares.
2: Now is the set time to get Hakeem Collins' brand new book, Heaven Declares Prophetic Decrees to Start Your Day, and his three part audio CD teaching series, Born to Prophesy, exclusive to our It's Supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9410. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina 28278. Please specify. Offer number 9410 or log on to sidroth.org. Call or write today.
0: I'm back with Dr. Hakim Collins. Uh, I'm just uh, excited to have him with us today talking about uh, prophecy. Um, that you, not just he, but you are born to prophesy. So, um, Hakeem, we were talking in the last segment about your grandmother and the the fantastic miracles that, that she saw when you had prophesied over her and she had obeyed the, the voice of the prophet and uh, the healings that took place. But you told me that uh, you don't have to have someone else to uh, prophesy over the over you. You can prophesy over yourself. And uh, you actually did that uh, for yourself.
1: Yes, that's correct. I'm, there was about several months ago, uh, February, um, I was actually assaulted um, and someone was trying to rob me and I end up um, with a broken jaw. And I um, that that unfortunate situation caused me to have you know, emergency while well, they were trying to do emergency surgery. And at the time, uh, while I was waiting, uh, to receive you know, to get uh surgery they did you know, I went to the doctors and they did an X ray and yes they confirmed it was a broken jaw, fractured jaw. Um, but during the time of me waiting to have surgery, um, I'm in now at a place where it's like, woe is me, God, why did this happen to me? Uh, I'm sitting here waiting, trying to, you know, talk, but I can't speak. My my jaw is hurting, and I had speaking engagements. I needed, you know, I had some engagements to, to go, and they were pending, but now I can't. And so it's, I felt like the enemy tried to shut my mouth. The enemy tried to st- shut the mouth of the prophet to keep me from speaking, to keep me from declaring what God was saying. So I was very, very, you know, upset. And so while I was waiting, um, I— was just in the bed, and one time I just, you know, just got frustrated, and what it did was it compelled me to get up, and not to have this woe is me type of, uh, type of heart. But I said, let me get up and let me activate the word of God. And so what I did was I just laid hands on my own jaw and i begin to prophesy and i begin to command my jaw to to come into agreement to the word of god i command my jaw to align itself to how god has origin you know originated it to function and to operate it. i command my jaw to adjust and to shift and and i just released a creative miracle i laid it in my hands it looked it foolish but sometimes your discontentment will compel you to to do something. I mean, even Jesus, I wouldn't say it was a discontentment, but Jesus was moved with compassion. I just felt sorry for myself, and I didn't want to be in that state. I mean, I had preaching engagement. I needed to, you know, I needed to minister the Word of God, and and so I just laid hands on myself, and I commanded my jaw to be healed, and I commanded it to align to the Word of God and to obey, and that's what happened. I literally felt my jaw shift, and I heard a crack, and, and even when my in my ear, I can literally hear a, a, a uh, like a ringing in my ear. And so I knew that what I was speaking had power. I knew what I was speaking had authority. I mean, I'm reminded of Ezekiel when Ezekiel was commanded to prophesy. And you know, the Lord asked Ezekiel, can these dry bones live? And, and so God is asking us sometimes even in our own lives or even those we may minister to understanding the power of the prophetic and understand the power of the spoken word is that we can change and we can shift things by what we speak. You know, the Bible says that there's life and death in the power of our tongue. Was it just for the prophets? Was it just for the preachers? Was it just for the evangelists? Or No, it's any believer. Can speak by the authority of God, can, can declare and decree a things. I mean, the Bible says, if we decree a thing, it shall be established. So that's what I did. I just took the word and I just activated by faith, and I lay hands on myself, and I prophesied healing, that my jaw come in alignment, and just like Ezekiel prophesied about the dry bone, because of the condition that God showed him in a vision, it was restoration that took place that you know prophetic revival and you know prophetic restoration and reconstruction so i commanded my jaw to be reconstructed and in and when the time of my surgery when the doctors did an uh an x-ray donna the the jaw that was fractured was completely healed there was no mark or no sign of a fracture
0: oh That's wow Praise the spoken word praise the lord for that praise the lord for that you know what i i I feel that word that there's probably a lot of people out there that, you know, need someone to pray for them and and maybe just uh, were connecting with that word that you were saying. Will you speak to the folks that are listening to this message today, Hakeem, and just uh, let them know that they can actually lay hands on themselves, that they can actually prophesy over themselves. Will you speak to them?
1: Sure. Every listener that is listening right now, you know the circumstances that you're in. You know the sickness that you may be. That you may be having right now, Jesus knows all about it. And so, this is a time where now you can arise and be the voice of the Lord, even in your own life. You can declare and decree restoration, healing, power, and virtue. So, I just want you to, right now, by prophetic act, I believe in prophetic act, whatever problem or pain or sickness that you may have, you know what it is. I want you to do something that you have not done before and and, and by prophetic act, lay hands on that situation, lay hands on that problem, lay hands on that issue. And I want you to just declare right now, let me just pray and just prophesy. Father in Jesus name, I just decree and declare and I command cancer to to go. I command high blood pressure and kidney disease and lupus. I command those sickness and pain to go in Jesus' name. I command right now that those sickness and disease will be evicted out of them. Every pain, every problem, every depression, every issue, everything that will come to bring depression and bring pain and hurt. Father, I decree and declare right now that they will release their faith and they will begin to command that sickness to die right now and that the blood will be released. The blood of Jesus will be released, that the power, of God will be released, that they will begin to arise and know right now that you will, you'll begin to feel heat right now. Those who are listening, you'll release your faith, release your faith in your, and, and activate it by commanding it to go, commanding that sickness to go. And I release now favor, I release power by the Holy Spirit that you are healed and we decree and declare that you are made whole. We decree and declare that you are made free. We decree and declare that sickness would no longer live right or even take residence in your body. your body is the temple of the Lord. We decree and declare that no longer that you will be bound to that situation. You are free in Jesus' mighty name.
0: Amen. Amen. Um, I just, I, you know, I love something that you were talking about earlier. You were talking about the the word is already there. It's already established. It's already um, been spoken by God. And you used the word hovering. God's word is hovering in our lives. And I've, I've never heard anybody say that before. Um, tell me what, what you mean by that.
1: I'm, I'm reminded in Genesis when, when, when there was... The, you know, the earth when God was trying to bring things into curation and bring things into manifestation. And that his spirit was hovering over the deep of the waters. He was hovering over. And that's what his presence does. That's what even his word does when it is sent forth out of his mouth. Even Isaiah 55:11 even declares, so shall his word go forth out of his mouth. And it shall not return unto the Lord void, but it will accomplish what he has Sent it out to accomplish. His word will hover over us, and it's like even like a mother hen that uh, uh, hovers and broods over her, her her you know her her babies, or you know the eagles over her eagles. You know, it's that word that does that. It hovers and it and it and it has power, and it also it serves as an incubation. It serves as a nourishment that when God's word is spoken over your life, his promises is yea and amen according to his word. You have to make sure and know that when God spoke it, it will not be recalled. It will not be returned. When it is a true word from the Lord, you will know that that word will hover over your life. It will protect you. I mean, even uh, the Apostle Paul encouraged even his spiritual son Timothy to, to wage a good uh, warfare, over the prophecy, over the prophetic charge that was hovering over him uh, when he was commissioned. And, and, you know, so we have to wage war over our prophecy. And, and and so what God does is that he covers and he protects his word and he makes sure that it will come to pass, that it will come to fruition. And so that's what that word does. It hovers. The word of the Lord is alive and its creative. It has divine power connected to it. And so when God is speaking his word, it already exists in the heavens. Now God is hovering over his word. You're under his word. And so now he wants you, I'm just going to use this as an example, like a, you know, an incubation, like an egg, it has to hatch it has to come forth. It has to spring forth. So shall his word be that goes forth out of his mouth. And so we have to align ourselves with what heaven is declaring. And as we align ourselves, we can move into it. I mean, Jesus came in the volume of the book that was written of him. We are to become What was spoken out of the mouth of the Lord? We're to to become. We're supposed to be. We're we're supposed to move in the volume of what has been declared. We have to move into the manifestation of that word, and that's what I like. That word hovering. His His God's word is hovering over our lives to make sure that things will come into alignment and it will manifest. I mean, the earth is shaking. There's a great shakening that has taken place in the earth. And I believe there is a great awakening that is coming upon the body of Christ. And those who are listening, God, the Word is hovering over you right now. You can feel His presence. You can feel His anointing. You can feel His love, His liquid love, His presence coming upon you. And it's igniting you. It's causing, like me, a holy discontentment to arise, to do something. Like my grandmother's, there was the Word was hovering over her healing was hovering over her but the enemy tried to lie to her and say that she would not receive it but it took the word of the lord to hover over her to be spoken and to receive it and in seven days she received it i believe that many of you that are listening right now that there's going to be prophetic transformation god is going to change your life he's going to transform you and you're going to become all that he has spoken over your life in this next season
0: Wow, that is so good. I absolutely love the word hovering. I'm going to remember that. And uh, um, it alludes to divine motion that is already happening. Tell me, what do people do that are listening out there if if they think they're stuck? If they think they're stuck and uh, they don't know what to do, tell me how that relates to what you're talking about now.
1: Yeah, I always say that the greatest, how you know what's going on in your life is you have to look at the warfare. You have to look at, a lot of time, if there's a lot of resistance, uh, opposition, or a lot of chaos, or confusion around us, it goes right back to the hovering. When God hovered over the the deep of the water, the faith, he, he hovered. And so God uses those things, those, those chaotic things to bring order. And that's what the Word of God does. When we prophesy out of our mouth and use the authority by the Holy Spirit that has been given to us as believers, then what happens is when we speak the opposite, when we're stuck in a rut, if we're stuck in a, in a place, or we, even when we're in a valley, a, a valley of decision, God uses that time for us to make a decision and we can alter it by speaking life or speaking the opposite. I mean, when I was in the jail cell, that was that time when now the word of the Lord came to me, and he reminded me of the prophecies. He reminded me, Jesus reminded me of the promises. And then what I did was I just took action, and I, I spoke, yes, I received the word, and I want to now embrace it. And so once I said yes, and I aligned myself to what heaven declared over my life as a prophetic minister, then the jail cell opened up. I mean, look at Paul and Silas when they were in jail. You know, at, you know, mm-hmm, they, didn't, mm-hmm. they didn't complain. Mm-hmm. What they did was they just spoke, they prayed, and they spoke words and, and sung songs and psalms. And what happened, there was a shakening that the jail cell opened up. There was a supernatural activity that took place when Paul, and solids got together, came into agreement, and they didn't complain of where they were because they were stuck or they were in prison. They took that situation. I always say, Donna, allow our opposition to become our opportunity. God uses our opposition as an opportunity. And so when when I was locked up or in prison or you know in a, a holding cell, I took that opportunity and didn't say what well, was in me, but I said. What did you call me to be? You've created me to the nations. You called me to have a prophetic ministry, not a prison ministry. I have to make a change. And I spoke life. I spoke the opposite. And from that point and from that time, there was a turning point. My life changed from that point. Many of you that are stuck right now, just start prophesying over your life. If you decree a thing, it shall be established. What you decree today, you can live in that reality tomorrow would you decree and declare over your life each day you can change the destiny you can change the rhythm and the pattern of your life i really believe that and i want to touch and agree with those who are listening that this is a time of a turning point this is an awakening and that god's word is going to be hastened unto you and you're going to move at the speed of your revelation as you come in alignment to heaven
0: amen to that i've got two more things i want to get in here quickly before we have to say goodbye Um, uh, hearing the word of the lord aligning yourself with what has already been spoken and god has said and then declaring that you use the term breakthrough alignment is that that's what most people need breakthrough alignment now is that is that available for for everyone here align declare tell talk to me about breakthrough alignment
1: Breakthrough alignment, I believe, is available for not just one individual or for the prophets or uh, any personality. I believe that the breakthrough alignment is for every believer, every person that are at a crossroad, at a place of decision. When David was now facing the Philistines and there was a a frontline army that was standing against him, the Lord told David to go up. And I will give them to you. I will hand them over to you. And so breakthrough alignment, I believe, is as we align ourselves with heaven, as we align ourselves and come into agreement with what with, with Daddy God has for us, what the Father has spoken over us, the resistance and the warfare will come, but it only serves as an indication or an indicator that is from God. A lot of times when there is warfare, then that's an indication that God is calling you to break through in that area. If you're having trouble in your finances, if there's always constant uh, problems or issues, you, you, you know, Donna, the Lord told me that your frustration or your holy frustration is usually the area of your calling. What frustrates you the most can be the very place prophetically that God uses as your calling. So I don't like ignorance, and I don't like sickness. So God had raised me up and showed me in his word what he believes and what his word says about breakthrough and what his word says about uh, healing, even though there are sensationalist teachers out there that don't believe in prophecy and healing today and all of that. But, I, but my discontentment, my frustration, caused me to rise up and do a great work For the Lord in his kingdom, a powerful ministry that he's going to use. This is a season when the Lord is going to have many of us align ourselves to what he has spoken over us. And once we say yes to it, we'll see the divine breakthrough that we need.
0: Amen. Amen. You made a statement to me that was so, so powerful, and I felt like it was anointed. You said, Hakim, prophecy is the doorway to the supernatural.
1: Yes. I truly believe that prophecy is the key it is the doorway to the supernatural it opens the pathway uh, i mean even when god spoke the worlds into into existence he it happened supernaturally he didn't have to do anything else but to speak the word when the centurion needed a healing for his servant he knew where to find the word and jesus was the word And so he knew where to find the word, and he he didn't, you know, he said, Jesus, you don't have, I'm just paraphrasing, Jesus, you don't have to come to my house, you don't have to come under my roof, I'm not even worthy for you to come. But if you just speak the word, just say the word, and I believe that that's what God is causing us to understand, that the prophetic prophecy is the doorway to the supernatural, it opens up a portal, it opens up a realm, a possibility. And so when we minister and we we speak the word, what it does, it can transform our lives. Listen, when when Saul came into the company of prophets that were coming down from the high place in worship, the Bible says that Saul's heart turned. He turned into another man. It was the power of the prophecy. It was the prophetic culture and the prophetic atmosphere that caused his heart to supernaturally be transformed. You know, the the, the the prophetic is the doorway, and it's the key. And what happens is when we minister, we want to see the treasure. We want to find the treasure in people, not the dirt. And so when we minister in the prophetic and prophecy, it opens up a doorway so that when people are hearing the Word of God, we, they are hearing what God is saying, what God's mind is towards them, it is that key that would turn the heart. I believe that we are in that hour right now prophetically where God is turning the hearts of the the, the fatherless generation, turning them to the to the, uh, to the fathers and the fathers to the sons. That's where the, the Elijah anointing, the spirit of Elijah will come forth, where we're seeing this double portion anointing. The spirit of Elijah is the fathering anointing that God is releasing to the next generation and generations to come, that their hearts will be so turned back to the fathers, back to who? Father, God. This is what God is doing. He is using the prophetic as one uh, avenue to restore hearts, to restore families, to restore brokenness, to restore those things that has been misaligned and align them for breakthrough. The prophecy is the doorway. It's the key that will change hearts and nations and cities. I believe, Donna, that we are in the greatest awakening. That when we will see a prophetic generation arise, prophetic people arise, people in the marketplace, people in the workplace will prophesy, speak words of life that will change nations and turn hearts of kings and cause them to come unto the Lord.
0: Well, we've been talking with Dr. Hakeem Collins and uh, who's been teaching us that God is looking for a people who will hear his voice, but not only just hear his voice, but be his voice. So I'm very excited and I want you to to be sure and get Dr. Hakeem Collins' three CD teaching series, Born to Prophesy. The three CDs are The Power of the Prophetic Transformation, Realms of the Prophetic, and The Power of the Spoken Word. You're going to also get his brand new book, Heaven Declares, Prophetic Decrees to Start Your Day. When you start your day with his brand new book, Heaven Declares, and align yourself with what has already been declared in heaven, it will produce breakthrough faith in your life.
4: God is always speaking, and he's looking for people who will not only hear his voice, but be his voice. Dr. Hakeem Collins says that's you. Order Born to Prophesy, an exclusive three CD series by Dr. Hakeem Collins, and his brand new book, Heaven Declares. Order today for an investment of 35 US dollars. Be sure to ask for offer number 9410. Once again, that's offer number 9410. To hear this week's interview or watch archives of our television show, It's Supernatural, visit our website at www.sidroth.org. That's www.sidroth.org. To receive a complimentary copy of our bi-monthly teaching newsletter, materials catalog, or information about becoming Mishpucha or Chalitzim, write to me, Sidroth, post office Box. 39222 Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. To place a credit card order, call anytime, 1-800-447-2697. For all other calls, the number is 704-943-6500. That's 704-943-6500. For a CD of this week's broadcast... Send a donation to Sid Roth, that's S-I-D-R-O-T-H, Post Office Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278.